0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: On the Locked On Astros podcast, we stand Jacob Rizzi for at least one night. We stand Jacob Rizzi as he pitched five shutout innings against the Red Hot Rockies. And the Astros offense came alive uh, against the Rockies pitching as well. And what type of throw was that Charlie Blackman? Uh, it felt like the bad news bears right there. So, we'll talk about this and more on tonight's Locked on Astros podcast.
0: Hello and welcome to Locked on Astros, your daily Astros podcast. Here are your hosts, Eric, the man Heisman, and Brett, H-Town wheelhouse Chansey.
1: We are Locked on East and Astros, and we hope that you join us for a daily Locked on Astros podcast. My name is Eric Heisman. You can find me on Twitter at Eric talk You can find the show at Lockdown Astros, your team every day. And you can find uh, the owner and president of the Jay Coderizzi fan club. Uh, where can they find you at, Brett?
0: Wait, why are you dubbing me the owner? Hold on.
1: Just no, because
0: no, Robel Garcia. No, just because Robel Garcia is hitting home runs in A doesn't mean you can dub me the Jay Coderizzi right. fan club.
1: Where can they find
0: you at? At <laughs> wekicktherockiesbutt.com. No, at h At H-Town Wheelhouse. On Twitter, at Strohs411. On Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, always positive, always Strohs. I did call it. I told several people on multiple multimedia accounts that Jake Rizzi was going to bounce back today, and he looked good. And we'll talk about the key, why I think that happened.
1: All right, so I know today's episode is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. We're probably going to do episode maybe on... Um, I uh, uh, probably Sunday because I uh, actually Eric has a lot going on on Friday and Saturday. So, uh, we'll mm-hmm. Yes, he doing, does. We'll probably Do be tell. doing Do tell. on Sunday. So uh, anyway, guys, uh, Spotify Green Room is changing the way you talk sports. Uh, we'll be talking uh, with you live, and you'll be part of the conversation. And uh, it's very exciting to actually get to hear you. I know, in, in this, we get to actually see your comments. But you want to be part of the discussion? Join us, Spotify. Uh, Green Room, and uh, you just follow me at Eric talk, Eric Heisman, and you can follow H-Town Wheelhouse and uh, become part of it, and you'll be notified every time we go live. So let's get started. This was the exact opposite of what we saw in Denver, and I know that the Rockies are a bad road team, and I think their record on the road uh, shows it. Uh, let me see. What's their record on the road? They're today? now
0: 30 and 42. No. It's 13 not. and 41. 13, 13 and 41. My bad. I was yeah. at 30. I meant 13. My bad, not 30.
1: Yeah. So 13 and 41 on the road. The Astros are now 67 and 46 uh, on the season. So this was a win the Astros desperately needed, but this was a different Rockies team. The Rockies aren't the same. Maybe they don't have the, I don't want to say the Bane Banes on uh, at home on the roads like they have at the homes, but they definitely don't play the same on the road. And it definitely shows on the record. So uh, there's definitely something that they have a home field advantage over at Coors field. And I, it it has nothing to do with the cheating or anything. It's just, they play better over there. And some people just have that home field advantage. And uh, the Astros had that home field advantage today. It was good to be back. Uh, I mean, I know we're home already, but, um, and Pedro bias, he exists. And we'll have to talk about his uh, velocity concerns a little bit later in the podcast. But he came back. He uh, pitched a scoreless inning. And the Astros uh, pitching staff as a whole looked uh, pretty good today.
0: Yeah, they did. They they blanked him. Uh, you didn't give up any runs. It was a clean game. Jay Cotarizzi was pulled after five, I wouldn't say strong innings, but good innings. His control was a lot better out there. Um, his control was like... I think the difference for Jayco De Rizzi was Martin Maldonado. Martin Maldonado was behind the plate. And I believe Jason Castro has been catching him most of the season. Martin probably turned him around. And that is the value that Maldonado holds. Even though some people may say he's a liability when it comes to his bat, not being consistent enough, or you know, he grounds into double plays or he doesn't hit home runs enough, whatever, his value as a battery mate for this pitching staff is huge. And Jake Odorizzi needed a change of mindset. And I think Maldi behind the plate, Eric, was the difference. And, I mean, Odorizzi was, was getting those pitches high and just outside of the strike zone where they were swinging and missing, just off the, um, just off the edge of the plate where they were swinging and missing. And, and he, he looked really good today. I mean, way different than those four bombs he gave up in
1: L.A. Yeah, so I know that uh, the difference with uh, Jake Rizzi today was he was still a little wild. He was still struggling with command, but he didn't give up those hard hit balls like right. you know, he normally did. Yeah, I think he only gave up one ball that was uh, hit harder than 94 miles per hour. His uh, So overall, five innings pitch, three hits. He did walk two batters, only three strikeouts, 81 pitches, 49 strikeouts. Uh, for, sorry, 49 strikeouts.
0: Wow, 49 and, strikeouts. It's a record.
1: You heard it here first. All on righty, on all righty. <laughs> uh, so, um, and um, I know that Amory, uh, my friend Amory went to the game today, and I know that um, Mattress Mac was giving away a whole lot of free tickets today. Uh, so uh, props to him. I, I mean, it, it looked like he had, like, this many free tickets that he was getting away today. All he had to do is just go there. So props to Mattress Mac for doing that. But um, Ota Rizzi uh, gave um, Astros fans something to watch. This is something that uh, they needed. I think he needed. But I I, I would just, I mean I'm not saying that Maldi didn't have something to do with this, but I think the Rockies just don't play as good on the road. And I think that Ota Rizzi knew that he needed to make a change uh, after that last game because you said it. He sucked. He knew he sucked. So he knew he had to work on something. And so he probably uh, worked um, in between starts. And I think that we saw that. So, yeah. And also, they
0: backed him up. I mean, they scored five runs. That may not be a ton, but it's more than one or two. And they did it with four doubles, Eric. And the young guys, look at that. Taylor Jones stepping in for Yuli Gurriel, hitting like Yuli Gurriel out there. Playing first base like Yuli Gurriel, I mean, he played an excellent game. Chaz McCormick with the double. Michael Brantley with a double. I mean, they hit a lot of doubles today, and that's good, the extra base hits. They were scoring on the extra base hits. Carlos Correa got a hit off of John Gray's foot. Whatever, it's a hit. I still think Carlos Correa needs to ambush the first pitch. Everybody in MLB knows the scatter report is out. Carlos Correa will not swing at a first-pitch fastball strike. He needs to start ambushing that first-pitch fastball. It's the best pitch. When he struck out, it was the best pitch he saw in that at-bat. When he struck out, it was it was a fastball that tailed up and rose in the strike zone. And so I would like to see more aggression from Carlos Correa at the very beginning, the first pitch of the at-bat, going into this next game against the
1: Rockies. All righty. So before we talk about the offense, let's look at the FIPs. Uh, what the FIP says about the Astros pitching tonight? Overall, it was great. So let's look at the FIP score. Um, so Rizzi overall, he had a three uh, three seventeen FIP. So uh, the walks kind of led to that and the hits. But overall, that's not a bad for Jake Odorizzi. Uh, That's way below his uh, season. I think his season is like 4.95 or it may have. So what is
0: it? So what is a good fit for? I mean, people that are listening may not know. I mean, what is a like? Do you want your fit to be one or two? No, I
1: mean, I I think uh, around a three thirty or three like mid thirty three. Like mid threes, I think is okay. a good FIP. So it's just okay. kind of like an ERA. So it's just your um, – uh, so, yeah, I would say that. Um, Christian Javier pitched two innings. Uh, he had a 4.17 FIP. Uh, then Pedro Baez had a one seventeen FIP. And then uh, Blake Taylor, uh, he had a um, 4.67 FIP because uh, he only faced two batters and had one walk. Um, and then Yemi Garcia had a 3.17 FIP. So overall, the Astros had a 3.28 FIP, which is kind of exactly where you want to be um, overall in the game. So uh, that means that they probably should have allowed some runs, but the the Rockies offense were on the road, and they couldn't uh, get anything done. So um, uh, so overall, the Astros pitching did great today, and Albert uh, made a good comment here. Tazzy Fizz is making the Astros not miss, even though Miles Straw is doing great with the Indians, but I don't really care anymore because McCormick's making the Astros forget about him because he went two for four today. He had that big double and uh, he's he's just doing what he's supposed to do. His OPS is all the way up to 796, batting 257, and he's just getting a job done. And he's just do he's looking great out there in uh, center field. And it's just, it's like Miles Straw, who?
0: Um, you know there is something to be said about that. Of course, we know the camaraderie and the type of person Miles Straw was in the clubhouse, and certainly his personality is missed. But when Chas McCormick has the talent he does, and he's able to exercise that talent, he's just needed some consistent time in the field. That okay that that um that single that he got when he hit that ball, Eric. I don't know what it was about his stance. I think it's because he he stepped all the way out, but he almost looked like Jeff Bagwell when he hit that ball. It was because the way he rolled his hands over, it was a higher fastball pitch, higher in the strike zone. And just when I saw that swing, I got a vision of Jeff Bagwell. And I just thought that was kind of cool. And I was like, you know what? This guy has power. Like, he has the ability to get around. He's fast. He's fast. Um, he's he's got the glove out there in the outfield. And so it's good to have him out there doing good things. And you need guys like Taylor Jones. You need guys like Chaz McCormick. They're probably just as valuable – as anybody else on this team. Because when Yuli's right. out, Bregman is still out for an extended period of time, which I was completely wrong about. But going uh, we'll, off we'll the talk evidence... about that in a second, yeah. Yeah, I was going off the evidence I was given, so...
1: Yeah, we'll talk about that in a second. But Bill Morton, is, I was talking about the play that uh, third base uh, turned around a game. Odo was kind of shaky before then. He turned around. Um, after that, uh, Taylor Jones uh, had that big double today. We'll talk about that in a second. But you know what? Uh, Bill Morton just kind of made a comment there. But if you want to be part of the discussion... Tell them a little bit about Spotify Green Room.
0: So Spotify Green Room is a perfect place to start and join conversations about the league, about the about MLB, heck, even about NBA Summer League, whatever it is you want to talk about, Green Room is where you go for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and of course reacting to big time news or rumors. You will have the chance to chat with myself and Eric, and you might even be able to be featured on our podcast, Locked on Astros. When you join us in, spot, in the Spotify Green Room. So, download the app, Spotify Green Room, look for myself, HM Wheelhouse, look for Eric, Eric Heisman, and join the MLB room, join NFL, NHL, whatever NBA, whatever you're into, find the sport because we will be talking. You will be featured. Many of our regulars who watch on our YouTube channel on a daily basis have taken part of the conversation and you, the fan, make it a more valuable conversation and more fun to interact. So Spotify green room, they are changing the way that we
1: talk about sports. All right. I'm being trolled here. No, I don't really care about what Robel <laughs> Garcia is. Hey, Robel hit a
0: 413 foot shot on the roof of a building in center field and round rock. He is killing his quadruple. Is this career. the same
1: home run or a different home run?
0: It's one today. He hit one today. Oh. Okay. Yeah, right. dude, he's he's hitting tanks, Eric. He is trying to get back in your good graces. Okay. He heard that you dropped him as the president, and he wants the love and affection of Eric Heisman as the president of the Robo Garcia fan club.
1: Alrighty, so uh, y- y'all remember the other day when a certain um, H-Town wheelhouse, a.k.a. Brent Chancy, uh, was like, oh yeah, Bregman's gonna be in the lineup on Tuesday. Y'all y'all mark it down. Yo, 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 That that's how the dealio is. You see, he's... He's got his little uh, gangster hood, uh, his hat there, and
0: yeah. Like, what's up, man? Why, why <laughs> you? Why uh, you? Why you texting on my gig like that, man? What's up with you?
1: But uh, according to the rules, uh, Alex Bregman uh, was down there uh, in AAA with the Skeeters for the 20 days that he was allowed to be so down there. he had there. To Come back. So he had come back, and he's not quite ready yet. So he, uh, according to the rules. He has to wait five days before he can report back to uh, another um, injury See, uh, assignment. They
0: were they were they were yanking my chain there, Eric, because they said he will be in the lineup. He will be activated on the tenth, and they were lying. Man, that is not busting, as the kids would say. But it's all good, you know. Alex Bregman, I am a little concerned with how serious this injury is because
1: he keeps playing on it. Should he be even playing on
0: it? Shouldn't he just I, maybe be resting?
1: I don't know, but uh, I mean, even uh, Chandler Rome threw some um, shade at the Astros because he was like, well, I would ask them how Jose Altuve is doing after being hit by a pitch. But I'm probably just going to be fed some misleading information and then later on we'll be told something different. So, yeah, uh, because uh, Dusty Baker uh, before, I think he was on a radio station or something earlier today on uh, Tuesday. And he said, well, I think um, I think Alex Bregman's going to need two more days to just relax or something before he's activated or something. And I think that was earlier today. And then James Click later on, it came out later today and it was just like, um, just came out and just said, Oh no, this, it's not going to happen. So. uh, Yeah. it's,
0: It's, it's, it's been weird. Like it has been a, Eric, here's the thing. I have a question. Has it, it seemed to me that there are a lot of mixed signals when it comes to the Astros communication of what's going on with their players. And I don't understand if it's a secrecy thing. I don't understand if it's a communication breakdown on, on, on all the different levels but it seems to me that the Astros, at least publicly, come across as somewhat precocious or they're not really going to tell you everything. And I, I, don't, I don't understand what that is all about. You know what I'm saying? It just seems yeah. like there's several things that happen. And you know what? I'm not in the inside room, so I don't hear all the conversations. I may totally be, be misreading it from a perception standpoint. It just seems odd that nothing's really clearly communicated. We really don't know what the hell's going on.
1: All right, so this is James Click on uh, Alex Bregman. He's working on getting his timing back. He'll be fine. Ultimately, this was just a move we had to make because of the way the rehab calendar works with his Major with Major League Baseball. He's feeling great. We're going to make sure his timing's back at 100%. His legs are 100% beneath them. He's been gone for almost eight weeks. So when you've uh, been down that long, sometimes it just takes a little bit of time to get their rhythm back and timing back in a box. That's why we're working on this point. And uh, Dusty Baker made sure to uh, point out that this was not a setback. This was something that was um, kind of planned. But then why the mix sim- signals? Why are you saying, well, um, we're going to talk to him and see how he feels and um – possibly
0: it's kind of a- like when Michael Scott said on the office that he was all excited. Cause he was going to go out on this date with this girl and he waited all night for her. And then he realized she went to, she went to the dance with another guy named Michael and it wasn't him. She was going to dance with
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's, you know, it's just like, what the heck is going on? So, um, Larry, the GM's kind of clearing up some things about this. He said his clock was not up today is what, uh, So, so what is, what is it? So is Chandler Rome saying that he has you? So you said he has to wait five days to report
1: back. And that day would be Friday, according to the Astros and and according to to, uh, what the, what the media is saying. So, okay, I mean, I don't know. Uh, That's just what they're reporting. And so uh, they're saying late August uh, is when they're expecting him back, Um. Dusty Baker said that he's been out since June 16th, and uh, he will uh, he came back to Houston on Sunday after playing back-to-back rehab games on AAA uh, Sugarland Skeeters after his 20-day rehab window ended. The rule stated that uh, Bregman must sit out five days before beginning another rehab stint, which could start as soon as Friday. And that, yeah. that's from uh, MLB.com. So.
0: You know, my thing is this. We need to be patient. Um, just like Mr. Mr. Tomas Rodriguez Jr. said, we need to be patient. And I mean, Bregman ailing and Bregman not being fully like healthy doesn't help the team. You've got enough guys filling the gaps right now that it's okay. You want him pl- you want him healthy for the playoffs. And here's the thing, Eric. Bregman historically has not been great during the playoffs. It would be great to get him back right before the playoffs, get hot, and then go into the playoffs. Well, okay. No, no, Eric, he's had some moments. But go look at his career overall record and average in the playoffs. And he – I mean, it would be great for him. My point is this. It would be great for him to catch heat, catch fire towards the end of the season, be healthy, and take that into the playoffs. Because right now, if you look at the playoff standings, if we were to end today – Do you know who the first series we would play against? Do you know? No. The White Sox.
1: Oh, okay. It would be the White
0: Sox. So that would be our first series. I wanted the Red Sox the first series, but the Red Sox have dropped all the way against the Oakland A's. The Red Sox are in some free fall. They need to start winning. They need to start winning some games because I just don't want to play the White Sox first series.
1: Yeah. So the Astros said that they administered administered 16, 615 doses of the COVID vaccination during game. So I don't know if that meant it was um, you got free tickets if you got the vaccination today, but congratulations to that. Uh, some other um, useful news, the uh, woodpeckers today uh, <laughs> got beat 21 to five. Um, so uh, I love their, t- their tweet. They said, just keep scrolling. Nothing <laughs> like nothing to see here. Uh, but that's just crazy. So in other news, uh, Rafael Montero was placed on the 10-day I.L. Uh, I know he left that game on the August 8th with a shoulder soreness. So that's a big loss. But, uh, of course, uh, Pedro Baez was uh, activated. He pitched in today's game. And I love Twitter. you got to love Astros' Twitter. Um, they came out and be like, "Oh, of course, Brooks Raley, um, mm. <laughs> avoided being DFA would once again, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> like, so. he's
0: like, he, like he's dodging raindrops. Like he's like, he's out there running and DFA gets thrown at him and he like misses it.
1: <laughs> yeah. But, um, Andre scrub was transferred to the 60 day IL. So he's, um, that's how they were able to add Pedro bias to the 40 man, uh, roster uh, or start. Yeah. Yeah, I said it right. So, um, but there is some concern about uh, Pedro Bias's, um, I guess, velocity, and we'll have to talk about that in a second because that is a little bit concerning. I know he pitched a little good today; uh, he didn't look terrible, but um, maybe belt bar will help with velocity. I don't know if that's how it works. Uh, what do you think, Brett? <sighs>
0: Okay, I don't know if built. I'm not going to false advertise. Built Bar will not help <laughs> with your velocity, but it will help you as you're working out, trying to build up your velocity. See, there's how you segue into yeah. it. Bilt Bar is the best tasting protein bar in the land. It is wrapped in 100% chocolate. Hey, thank you for saying this. Love you guys, but the Giants... Okay, it's your year. All right, thank you. Um, built Bar is... Amazing. They've got like double chocolate, um, strawberry, orange, cookies, and cream. They've got one right now. It's a limited time flavor. It's Rocky Road. It looks phenomenal. And so we're probably going to go get a box of those here pretty soon. Grasshopper cookies with the latest craze or raspberry, whatever you like. Get this, the USA track and field team even consumes these bad boys. So if world-class athletes and really awesome and really cool and popular and really neat podcasters are consuming built bars. Why don't you, I mean, get on the built bar train with us. Go to built.com. Use a promo code locks 15. That's L O C K E D one five to get 15% off your first order. I promise you take it from me. HL wheelhouse. You won't go back to another protein bar because built bar is the best bar in the biz.
1: All right. So I bet, that the Astros are going to make it to the playoffs this year. So what do you think the uh, betonline.ag uh, or who, who they'd be facing right now? Well, if I were a
0: betting man, I would say that betonline.ag is the only place to go because I've used them. And I see for myself the results. They have all the information. They have all the latest news. You don't have to worry about betting on something that's that, you know, players that aren't in the game. They know what's going on. So go to betonline.ag. They have all your action for MLB, NFL coming up, NBA, NHL, UFC, you name it. Before the next pitch, the next Astros game, before one tomorrow, when that game starts, go to your mobile device or laptop and go to betonline.ag. Look for the latest sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for the runs for the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Use a promo code Locked on BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts.
1: All right. So a lot of y'all are saying, well, Eric, you can't bring up Bias's velocity and then not talk about it. So uh, let's go and talk about <laughs> Bias's velocity. So uh, like during his rehab assignment, it was saying uh, a lot of people reporting that it was uh, between 90 and 92. Uh, last year, it was in a, around 94 miles per hour. So um, that, that kind of shows you where he was during a rehab and where he was kind of last year. So um, now today's game, he was um, at 82.9 miles per hour on the uh, changeup, which was five uh, down five miles per hour from last year. And he was at 92 miles per hour on the fastball, which was down uh, 3.7 miles per hour from last year. And he only threw one slider, which was 81.4, which was uh, down from 87.1 miles per hour last year. Yes, he's been dealing with a lot of stuff this year. He did have COVID. He did also develop some other injuries while trying to bounce back from COVID and trying to um, ramp up for the season. But uh, that is a concern, especially with somebody like uh, Baez. So hopefully he has, what, a month and uh, 20 days to kind of get uh, that velocity up if he wants to make the playoff roster but this is another guy that the Dodgers have been relying on for several years. This is a guy that works really slow as y'all saw today, but he can get outs and he can get big, big time outs. Um, So, yeah, I
0: think, I think having Pedro Baez back is excellent or not back here for the first time is good and give him some time. You got to realize he hasn't pitched all season and we're at we're I mean, we're talking about this on August 10th. Um, Another thing to just kind of go back to something, Alex Bregman's playoff average is two twenty nine, and so if y'all were doubting my my playoff knowledge prowess, he has an on base percentage of three forty eight and an OPS of seven seventy seven. And so Alex and Bregman
1: and and um, well, as,
0: as as long as he's hitting against, yeah, he has eleven home runs, but he's only batting two twenty nine in the playoffs. That's not right. great. So. Here's hey, 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 remember yeah. that
1: one show that guy kept on saying, but he sucks in the playoffs. He sucks in the playoffs. And we said, we'll talk about that later.
0: <laughs> right. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, here's the thing though. Um, every postseason is a new postseason. Yeah. So I don't care what a guy did last year. It's what he's done for me lately. My hope is that he gets hot when he comes back and he carries that over to the playoffs. He's going to have to because we're going to be going against the best. In the major league, they have – in the American League, we have some very good um, opponents to go against pitching-wise.
1: Can I tell you what Baez had to say about his velocity? Yeah, go ahead and go ahead and uh, give us the breakdown. All right, so he said, I think the most important thing for me is to get outs. The velocity will come after. It's been a long time since I've been competing. For right now, I'm focused on getting outs, and little by little, the velocity will start coming back. And Dusty Baker says, we're, we're glad to have Baez back. He was never here so how can you thoughts? say you're glad to have him back
0: thoughts by bias
1: <laughs> no this is dusty baker oh back thoughts
0: Baez. by dusty
1: okay sorry yeah uh, uh, that was a good to,
0: impression come on sort
1: of. uh we hope to get a uh we hope to get the bias that we signed and so the only way to find out is to put him on the mound and uh dusty baker didn't waste any time putting him in the ninth inning today so uh basically he threw him in uh to the fire right away and i know he had a five run lead but dusty baker didn't waste any time and a lot of people were wondering why did you pull jake odorizzi so soon he was only at 81 pitches and i uh, because why the bullpen because <laughs> he's jake odorizzi you want
0: him to go three times through the same lineup
1: yeah, that, that's one reason, but also he had success. Why leave him in there, kind of going off what you said, why leave him leave him in there to uh, have a, a episode, or, I mean, an inning where he blows up and experiences failure after he pitched so well? But another reason, you had an off day yesterday on Monday. You were going to have another off day on, what, uh, Thursday. So uh, you can use all your relievers, basically, so why not? exactly i mean
0: you know we need more pitchers we need the pitching arms and we need ways to keep brooks Rayleigh off of the mound great human being phenomenal guy i'm sure in person would be would be probably a joy to even talk to but
1: he's uh dusty baker's best friend i'm sure
0: <laughs> apparently so <laughs> apparently him and him and dusty Anyways, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But hey, um, I see this being mentioned in our in our chat. Baptism in the ism. Uh I don't that's that's a great uh handle there. Um oh. the Giants and Astros World Series. I would absolutely love that. I would I think that would be phenomenal. I think it would be even better is if Dusty Baker won it in San Francisco against the Giants with the Astros. That would be awesome, and then he could, and, and then you like give him a kayak, and he could just like row away on <laughs> over in McCovey's Cove. That would be hilarious. Let's make it happen. Hey, um, Alex, are you listening? Let's make it happen. We need a kayak, McCovey Cove, Game Six of the World Series. Astros win. Dusty, not sails away, but rows away. I would. know, you know,
1: you know what would be a great promotion for the Astros is to have some fans uh, not on the field because they can't be on the grass, but have fans. See if they can uh, throw further than Charlie Blackman did. <laughs> oh, as a
0: promotion. Yes. <laughs> throw further than Charlie Blackman <laughs> <laughs> and have like a tape mark, like somewhere on the field. Yeah. Gosh, that was, that looked bad, Eric. And when you said you hadn't seen that since you coached T-ball, dude, I don't even know if I've seen that in Pony League. Like that was clearly what happened. He looked up to throw it. And I think he tried to keep it back because the cutoff man went to first base, like went behind first base. I I guess thinking that Taylor was going to stop it first.
1: Yeah, I think he changed his mind at the last minute and just let it go. But when your center fielder has to run to go get the ball, that's in a major league game. That's just hysterical. And it was just it was just um It was just a moment that I'll never forget. Um, But Jose or did uh, throw a bullpen and he's going to be reporting to um, Palm Beach and he's going to actually begin a rehab assignment. So he's going to start doing um, actually pitching in games. So that's that's an assignment and uh, they're expecting him to return in sometime in September. Uh, Is he going to be able to build himself up to be a starter? Hopefully, um, I think they're gonna probably take baby steps with him. Uh, he hasn't pitched in uh, since uh, June twenty ninth. So
0: Oderizzi Urquidi, or Keedy? Why yeah. not? I mean, or Urquidi Rizzi. I mean, I mean, I don't know if you want Rizzi in the mid late innings, but if Rizzi can find his stuff, Eric, if if, if he can become that that all star kind of levelish type pitcher that he was in Minnesota. I mean, let him go three or four innings, or even you know, go into the fifth, and then bring in Erkitty, man. Why not? Uh,
1: Yeah, MJK Production said that Blackman didn't even fix the divot. Yeah, (laughs) for real, that was there and like dig around it, then kind of pat it down. Come on, Blackman. Uh, He doesn't know the uh, the rules of golf. So tomorrow's game's gonna be early one. Like, oh, by the way, there's a flash sale going on. There is. If you can get off, uh, you can get those. those uh, field-level seats for $25, so uh, there's a flash sale going on.
0: I was going to go, and I said, hey, Eric, let's go. And he's like, it's at 110. And, of course, we're both back on our on our regular school schedule with right. the real world. So uh,
1: so um, in uh, today's game, it's going to be Antonio uh, Sincontella versus Robert go. Valdez. And it's gonna be a uh, we. I know that we had Paul Holden on yesterday, and he was like, "Yeah, I think the Rockies are gonna win uh, game one. I think that uh, John Gray is gonna take care of business." And I'm like, well oh, I think that Jake Rizzi is gonna suck." And blah 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 blah. But I you, think <laughs> you did
0: I you, called right, yeah. you called Oderizzi? So, you called Oderizzi pitching bad. Yeah, I so. said he's gonna turn it around. Did I not?
1: So do I need to say okay? Um, I think that Farmer Valdez is gonna suck. Um, so no, gonna- I. I
0: think here's the thing. I think both of us are terrible at predicting games. I'll just be real honest. We are so inconsistent. Hey, when we get it right, we look like geniuses. But I don't I don't know if I think we get it wrong more than right. But hey, we're no sage or, you know, fortune tellers here.
1: Yeah, so um, I think that Farmer Valdez is going to come out and uh, handle the business. And, guys, the Rockies just suck on the road, and it doesn't matter. You can basically throw um, – I think Brandon Backey can come out of retirement and <laughs> pitch against the Rockies and probably um, pitch at least two in- shutout innings versus –
0: Dude, he lives down the road for me. I just found that out. I got to go play catch with the guy. That'd be cool. Yeah.
1: So um, I, I think this is going to be an interesting game. And then they get another day off. And um, then uh, who's coming up next? It would be the it will be the Angels. The Angels hey. who are still waiting to see what's happening with Mike Trout. And then Mike Trout and then Anthony Rendon will not be in the lineup. So. What, OK, what I
0: like, I like. Honestly, I don't know what's going on with Mike Trout. Is he just are they waiting for him to get cleared to come back?
1: i don't know i don't think they they said they're basically doing the no comment
0: <laughs> oh yeah hmm. so uh
1: but uh, no i don't know what's going on so yeah we love black men's throw and um i think i can pretty much throw further than black uh black men i i promise you i could do that so <laughs> i can guarantee that uh so uh, the, i think that's all we got um uh, hopefully uh bregman can Get back and get get under control. Get his timing back because the Astros do need him. But thankfully, Taylor Jones is stepping up big time. Oh, Yuli Gurriel uh, update on him. He's expected to come back as soon as eligible, which is I believe on Friday as well. He was a full pres- participant in the uh, pregame workouts, so that looks good for him coming back on Friday. So hopefully, uh, he's coming back, uh, and so we'll see. Uh, and <laughs> Rashad. Yeah, yeah. so uh, the Angels are waiting to make the playoffs before they bring back Mike Trout. Mike yeah, I guess he's not coming back for 10 years. So anyway, uh, good job, Jake Odorizzi. Uh For one game, you look like all-star. Um, so now just uh, – <laughs> <laughs> So uh, bring the fire next game, and uh, let's go to six innings, and we'll go to seven innings. But uh, he doesn't really need to do that. I think, um, like um, – like Zach Rinke said, in the playoffs, you don't go. Uh, most um, managers don't go five, uh, like go deep with their starters anyway. So are you going to wrap and close out the show? Oh,
0: no, you you don't. I can't spoil y'all like that. I can't. I can't. I can't play all my cards this year like that. But no, I'm just going to say uh, way to go, Jake. Um, we're going to call it Gangster Jake. And we just want to see it again. All right. From H-Town Wheelhouse. And locked on Astros were your team every day.
1: Betting on the Astros and Brett doing weird things doesn't have to be a guessing game. If you listen to the new Lock on Bets podcast, hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert, Lee Sterling, get daily picks, blowout special, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked on Bets podcast hosted by betonline.ag, wherever you get your podcasts. And make sure you keep on subscribing to the Locked on Astros podcast on YouTube. Let's keep up the subscribers and Keep on liking the show and let's go Stros and hopefully we have a, uh, we're probably not going to go right after the show tomorrow, uh, but we will be going at probably at eight 30 tomorrow and go Stros. Hey, prime members. You can listen to this locked on podcast ad free on Amazon music.
0: Download the Amazon music app today.